Hello everyone. I welcome you all to the Shillong Saga, our official podcast of I am Shillong, introduced by the Alumni Committee. Today we have with us Ms. Pramita Banerjee as our third guest for the second season of our podcast. We welcome you, Ms. Pramita. Hey Anubhi, thank you so much for having me here. Let me introduce our listeners to our guest for this episode. Ms. Pramita Banerjee is an alumna of I am Shillong from the batch of 2020. She currently works as a senior associate consultant at one of the top consulting firms Bain & Company. She has also worked at companies like Deloitte, SmartCube and Idea Cellular. During her time at IIM Shillong, she served as the office bearer of the Public Relations Committee and she has represented India in a youth delegation to China, adding another feather to her cap. She is also an alumna of Shahid Sukhdev College of Business Studies, University of Delhi. Apart from all her academic achievements, she is an exceptional artist and her creativity can be seen in the beautiful mandalas and other art pieces that she makes. So Pramita, it's uh, it's an honor to have you here for our episode and uh, just a few words from your end before we start. Hey Anubhi, thank you so much for the very very elaborate introduction. I think you just very uh, efficiently covered everything there was to say, and I must say you've done your research very well. So yeah, thank you, thank you so much for such a well-written introduction, and I look forward to speaking with you. And I hope we have a great time. Yes, of course. And actually, it was you know a very fun task to go through your profile and get all those insights because I have also shared those interests which you have had. so it it was really great to have you on board and you know i was very happy when you agreed to you know record for us thanks a lot the pleasure is all mine and yeah happy to connect more on our interests and everything else that you might have in mind for this conversation yes sure the very first question would be about the uh, you know domain you're working in so mm-hmm. since you have always been in the consulting domain I want to know what about consulting motivated you to be in this domain, and what are the pros and cons of being here? So, yep, like you rightly pointed out, I have always been in consulting, but I also like to say that it did not always start off this way. So, it was also like a process of discovery for me myself, and it actually began from undergrad. So, while I was at CBS, uh, we had to do summer internships, and in one summer, I interned. with a uh, at a sales role and in another summer i interned in a uh, financial derivatives and hedging like some sort of financial securities related role and those are the points where i sort of realized that these two domains did not excite me as much i mean of course we were all young and and still exploring everything but that helped me build some clarity around whether i want to take this up full time or not but even at that point i still did not know what exactly is it that i want to do and then came the final placements from cbs and at that time i got placed um, in this firm called the smart cube it is a strategy and research and data analytics company and i was a part of their strategy and procurement research team and i used to work with fnb clients so that is when i actually found out that the work was very interesting and 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 that helped me sort of figure that this is what i am that i like doing and the good thing was that i learned up like i picked up the skills as well 
so it was a match between what i liked doing and what i was also good at so that is when i actually figured out that this could help like this could become a potential career path for me and which is when at b school i i actively applied to consulting roles and and since i had a profile which which sort of fit with their requirements i was i i got those chances to be in that domain so that okay. is how it emerged yeah. and if i like tell you just in general about consulting like after exploring it what the things that i've liked and and why it excites me and motivates me so i mean consulting in general is just you know like consulting quite literally means helping people and and i was always that person who who just like helping people so so that was my first idea that okay this is a place where i am solving somebody's problems and it is a business whose problems i'm solving it it aligned somewhere with my core value and the other thing is that the problems were always very different i mean i was never restricted to a specific industry or specific kind of problem to solve so so that also always kept me very motivated like i never got bored and i still don't so i think those are the things which are which are very cool like they are the ones that motivated me those were the pros for me you get to solve a variety of problems there are different industries you always have to be very sharp in terms of analyzing problems there is also ambiguity which which some people might look at as a con like if people are not very comfortable with uncertainty or something it it might not work very well for them but there are a lot of times where you know like you just thrown in the deep end of the pool and you try and figure out solutions where where you don't know anything i mean you're actually just coming up with solutions from scratch so i think right. all of those things are are very very intellectually challenging as well as satisfying yeah i mean i think those those are the things which motivated me and are sort of the pros of the field right right and also like uh, let alone at uh, b schools even in du the you know consulting as a domain was considered as one of the most coveted domain and uh, freshers and youngsters were always very uh, keen on getting into that and i think mm-hmm. the way you have figured out by working in different domains and then you you know came to the conclusion mm-hmm. that this might be one of the domain that you would want to work in i think this is something today's students are missing out on they're just trying to jump into one particular domain just the, just because there's a lot of noise about it outside and i think the way you have selected this domain is one of the ways every student should you know adopt to actually you know choose which domain they want to work in yeah i mean it, it kind of ended up being process of elimination like remember how we used to solve all the cat questions where among the four options you just try and eliminate what doesn't work and then you figure out between the two that are left so i mean for me it ended up being that way but i think a lot of it also maybe depends on the opportunities that people get so if if you know like someone were to be if you at a point think that consulting is something that really excites me and that is the only thing you're ever doing like you never ever done anything else so maybe it's also worthwhile to give it a try and explore it for one or two years after which you'll figure out whether it's sustainable or whether it works for you or not because i think i mean that experience will also help you maybe eliminate consulting and move to something else or if you like it enough you could stick to it 
so right. so yeah i mean that there are both ways depending on how it turns out for anyone the kind of opportunities they get as long as you can sort of maybe narrow down to something that works for you it's it's just all cool right right i absolutely agree with that and yeah thanks for sharing uh, insights on that and i think the students would really understand that how they need to get it to a particular domain be it consulting finance or anything else moving on to the next question uh, i would like to ask you to talk about the industries that you have worked in and maybe the industry that you are currently working in and uh, something about the projects uh what kind of projects wh- which one has been your favorite which has been your uh, the toughest one for you if you could shed some light so it would help the students understand that what kind of industries and projects they would be working in if they get into the consulting domain so um like i mentioned the industries just keep varying like it, it's never a fixed path at least at a junior role like when you start off and and even till you become like a senior manager within the firm it it's you don't really have to specialize in something you could take your time and you could explore different industries different kinds of problems all of that so um for me personally i think i've worked in healthcare i've worked in food and beverage i've worked with some it service provider and the kind of problems are also different like at one place we were creating an rfp for somebody whereas in another we were doing an overall digital transformation and for another we were doing a complete org strategy piece so so the problem statement and the kind of industries keeps changing none of it is ever constant and each of those problems is equally exciting and has its own set of challenges so so yeah that that's about the projects in general and if i come to my favorite project or the toughest project i think top of mind for me is um one piece that we did for a healthcare provider based in the middle east and uh, they are a hospital chain over there and we had to do their entire digital transformation so so they just from a traditional hospital chain they wanted to set up something online and and we helped them design their entire tech architecture like we leveraged a vendor like we did not do it ourselves but designing the tech architecture was one part and then how you integrate that new tech enabled unit with their existing firm how do you define their strategy overall all of that like it it is it was a huge piece it is a three or long case and within that we we did all of this so we went to the client side we worked with them we helped them set up their teams or we also interacted with people on ground to make them realize how important this was because whenever some sort of a transformation is happening people just generally you know like there's this inhibition that they have ki they could be laid off or you know there's cost cutting there are things like that so it was also very important to go and make them realize how this entire initiative was important for them and to drive it on ground so i right. think all of this like this particular project was actually like it helped me learn how you also go and implement stuff it's not just about sitting in a fancy office and you know like making a 100 slide presentation and going and uh, presenting it to the ceo and telling them hey this is what we have for you it, it, it's more like partnering with them throughout the process and also driving results on ground 
right right and actually you know after hearing about your experience i realized that this is one thing that i personally like a lot about consulting that you can work on anything at you know any project and you know in any location and you get to learn a lot uh from just the insights that you have given about your experience so far i am just able to you know imagine that how insightful and uh, beneficial it must have been for you because you get to learn so much and you're actually getting paid for it so it's it's <laughs> yeah. a lovely it's a lovely thing and i think it's a very nice domain to work in and yeah the way you have explained it i think it actually motivated even me to you know try my hands in the domain and oh, also, yeah happy yeah. that it helped you in some way <laughs> <laughs> yes of course the project that you mentioned were you like supposed to work uh, on site so did you get a chance to go to that place or were you working in india so like how did it work out yeah so it, it was a mix of both so so there were weeks when we were working from india and there were weeks when we would travel and and that's also sort of like the working models that firms have like within consulting firms the projects are just run in different formats there are some where you could travel to the client every week versus there are some which are hybrid like this one was so you could travel alternate weeks so you could travel say maybe two weeks at a time versus there are some which are completely remote and thanks to covid a lot of clients have realized that cases can be run remotely and and you know like the quality of output does not really suffer so much so so there are also projects which are run remotely and and that's mostly like a work from home setup right so yeah that, that are just different models but the one that i told you about we it, it was a mix of both like we were there on ground with them and mm-hmm. and there were also times where we were working out of india and they were in the middle east all right all right so yeah so i asked this question because students who are aiming to get into this domain they always think that consulting is all about you know traveling always and they do not get any time back home or they do not get time to rest so i think it's a mix of both after the after covid happened so i no. think it's yeah it's not just all travel and even if uh, people who love traveling uh, even if they get into this domain they'll get enough of it exactly yeah it's a mix of everything right like i mean there there's just no one way how it works it's it's also very dynamic all the time so so that's how it is like you will get travel opportunities you will also get time to rest there will also be you know like things about work life balance is something that people um talk about a lot but i think that it just goes hand in hand and the profession really teaches you to manage time very well and i've always thought that you know there's like no one right answer that hey this job does not give me work life balance versus this job does so at whatever the job you're doing there will always be times where where you have maybe a lot on your plate and there will be times where where you have enough time to relax and and go around doing things that you want to do and and even here like it always gives you that opportunity to you know do what you want to do manage your life the way you want it and it goes hand in hand it, it's never you know like one thing that hey i'm maybe like chilling all the time or hey i don't have time to breathe so it, it's never like one way it's never skewed to one side right yeah on those lines i'll be asking you one last question about uh, the domain that you're working in so mm-hmm. i really wanted to know that how has this particular domain helped you and also is there a possibility of you changing domain later on and 
if you had a chance to change your domain which one would you get into like if you wanted to do so so i'll talk about how it has helped me or or maybe like my key learnings from from having spent the number of years that i have in this i think the first thing is that it has always helped me develop a very broad mindset like i said the problem statements were always different the industries were always different so you never get anchored to one particular thing whatever challenge you face or whatever problem statement you're trying to solve there are always new ways to think about it so so that is something which i really liked not not being limited to a specific way of thinking or to a specific industry that i'm working in so that is one like you're more generalist in terms of how you work the second thing is i mean because there is so many moving parts there is ambiguity you also have to be very sharp in terms of analyzing things and coming up with solutions like you can't look at a balance sheet and say spend all day trying to figure out the trends the moment you look at it you you need to like maybe say in 15 20 minutes have a top of mind answer about what could be going wrong we are taught at the school but they are actually also used here um in in your work so that's the second and hmm. i think the third thing also is how you prioritize and again like i said because there are so many moving pieces and so many things that you are supposed to do you can't do everything in one day and and if you ever try to do it you will just lose it like a battle against time that you can never win True. so you you really need to be very good at prioritizing and and you know like knowing what is important and and the term that we use for this is actually being 80 20 where you know that um 20% of the things that i spend time on are going to get me 80% of my results so you need to choose those 20% of the things very very uh, efficiently and i think this is one um area that teaches you to do that really well right absolutely agree on that i think i've got a lot of insights from you about uh, the consulting domain the industry your projects and how your experience has been so far working where you are right now uh moving on we would love to know how your life at the college has been and how you have grown over time so you know to begin with that segment i would mm-hmm. like to ask you that uh, you have been an alumna of sscds and it is one of the best colleges in india for business studies so you must have already gotten a lot of opportunities there so what motivated you to pursue an mba um, and that to in india like you mentioned we've studied all of these things at cbs and this is something that all of my batchmates always used to tease me about that you know like you've already done a mini mba of sorts what are you doing here why are you even here things like that so so yeah at cbs the course that we did it does cover a lot of things that that you're officially taught in b school but what i actually realized after coming there was that the very very um stark difference between the two is that in undergrad we just used to focus on learning things from the book like you learn the concepts you you present you you just learn the subjects well and you get to know you understand them all of that but for me b school was about life lessons it was never ever so much about you know like doing very well in a particular subject or or you know like the the rote learning aspect that a lot of people or a lot of schools in india have so it was never about that it was just purely about life lessons the fact that you are almost always thrown out of your comfort zone 
when you end up in a B school, right from the first week to your entire first semester, trimester, sorry, where you have everything going on. Like you're new, you're getting used to a new lifestyle. You you're with new people. You're in a new environment. There are lectures all throughout the day. It starts at nine a.m. You're up all night trying to get committee work done. You are preparing for placements. You're just doing everything that a person could technically be doing in their twenty-four hours, and and that is what pushes you to the limit. And I think that was one thing which made us really really strong. Like it makes you very very strong mentally, where you know that if I have faced this or if I have successfully gone through this, there is not anything else in life that I won't be able to face. And and this was my key realization out of B school, especially like how you spend your first term and your first year, and and it has just always helped. So so that is where I sort of talk about the life lessons, and this was this is more like looking back. when i went i did not know so much that these are the things it will teach me but this is like sort of uh, like when i look back from today this is what i think the other thing the other aspect to your question where i mean at that point what motivated me to do mba was you know very very tactical things it was not it was just a way for me to proceed in terms of the degrees that i have and to upskill myself to get a good job which is unfortunately the case in india where there is like much as we don't want it to happen but there is a disparity in terms of the kind of roles and the kind of pay someone out of an undergrad college is offered versus someone out of a premium b school is offered including all iims i think at at that point for me it was just like a stepping stone like i already did a bba and and then i wanted to do an mba to to have the post graduate degree and to be able to get a good job but when i look back i mean my two years over there just they mean way way more much than just that piece of degree of mba right and as you mentioned that when you start an mba uh academics are not the only priority you have here i remember it was my first day at iim shillong and we had a dbm class taken by professor basav and he mm-hmm. told us he the first thing he told us was that uh, you will be thinking that you will score you know full marks in every subject but that won't happen here so you better prepare yeah. for that so i absolutely yeah. agree and uh, all of the things that you have mentioned even i personally as a first year student i am experiencing right now and i i am like looking forward to everything that is still in the pipeline for me yeah absolutely yeah so moving on to the next question um i want to understand that how was your time different at iim shillong from your time at uh, you know sscbs so what were the differences that you saw while you were at du and while you were at uh, iim shillong maybe i'll uh, talk about two things one is with respect to your academics and the second is with respect to your social life with respect to academics i think at cbs um given the institute that we are we there is a lot of focus on how well you do and and at that time since we right out of school everybody wants to learn all of those concepts like you need to have your basics very clear and we just had very very amazing professors who who taught us all of that so the focus was always on the academics and doing well and scoring well and also you know like presenting uh in the way you have your uh, 
that there were a lot of corporate sessions that used to happen we would have proper formal presentations in cbs so you learned a lot of those things which were very important at that point of time for us to learn but once you move to b school like you're also more mature and like i said your focus is is more it's broader it's not purely limited to academics it is a lot more about how to multitask how you manage a lot of things that are happening how you maybe even prioritize between each of those things so the lens shifts from something being purely academic and knowledge driven to something that is more macro and more life improving in in some sense so so that's the uh, sort of the quantitative aspect if i move to the more qualitative one i think for me the social life was also very different since i'm from delhi my college was in delhi i never stayed at a hostel while while i was at uh, cbs so so it ended up being more like a school for us where similar to school where you go to college at 9 you come back at say 2 or 6 or depending on like how many classes you have and you were just interacting with your friends for that particular amount of time and most of the time you are also just you know like engaging on the projects engaging on the academic content engaging on the competitions etc that that you are just focusing on however when you are at b school you i mean the people over there they they become your family because you are just spending your full two years with them and throughout every up and down i mean whatever happens they are the ones who are there with you and they are the ones who will have your back so so in in that sense the social life and and you know the quality of relationships was very very different between what you have at a something like a day scholar setup versus versus a full time setup right and i think i cannot relate more to this and i have also been a student at one of the colleges from du so even for me the change has been very enlightening and uh, the way we used to live in delhi we used to meet different kinds of people every day for very short durations but here yep. we are like staying at one place for months and months so we actually get to know what people are how they behave in certain situations so we are actually learning how to deal with those kinds of people and you yep. get to know a lot and you know handle uh, projects with them even if you know you are a bit uncomfortable with people at first mm. you know the campus gives you so much time to be with them that you actually get yeah. comfortable and i think that is preparing us for the longer run yep yep absolutely it's like you know you develop so much on your soft skills as well like hard skills is obviously one thing which which you can always pick up like i don't think any of us is done enough to to not understand or learn the hard skills but you know like learning these soft skills and also being able to leverage them where it's needed versus like not going too deep where it's not needed stuff like that so i think all of that is very very important to learn and and b school just helps you uh, navigate through all of that really well absolutely so that was very insightful and i think the audience has actually learned a lot With this we come to the end of this episode with Miss Pramita Banerjee and I'm sure that all the insights that she has shared with us will definitely motivate to sail through the journey of MBA at IIM Shillong stay tuned for the next part of this episode with Pramita Banerjee